I give you my top seven wide receivers heading into 2021. I'm going to break down why. I'm going to list all seven. We'll talk about the wide receivers that got bumped out. Guys like Keenan Allen, who a lot of you are going to drop questions about going, where's Keenan Allen? Look, the top seven wide receivers, the top 10 is loaded. You could literally have a guy at number seven ranked number one, and I'd have no problem with that. Keep an open mind heading into this ranking show because you're going to have your mindset. You're going to have your personal rankings. But the, the God honest truth is everything gets flipped upside down, especially in, in the new world we live in full of COVID, which probably is not going away in 2021. Let's break down the top seven wide receivers for 2021. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Number one is Devontae Adams, and I can understand why somebody might want Tyreek Hill or even Diggs now. Everybody's really excited about Diggs and for good reason. But Adams has the perfect combination of situation, talent, route running, hunger. Aaron Rodgers will be fine in 2021 don't listen to the people the same people that told you a-rod was done heading into to 2020 when he was only 37 years old adams is only going to get better which is completely scary the same thing i'm going to say about dk Metcalf. dk is only going to get better and that's frightening frightening for those that don't own him in 2021 adams has 14 to 15 or 17 td capability every single season there are not a lot of wide receivers that you're you're completely disappointed if they don't get 10 tds adams is one of those wide receivers it's 100 receptions 1400 yards and and at least 12 or 13 tds adams or i'm disappointed he's a beast he's a force he's a top five overall pick not just top five wide receiver top five overall pick in 2021 i wouldn't call you crazy if you had him three four or five it sucks that we don't have the ability to grab him at seven or eight or nine like last year but he can earn the value and i don't think you're you're reaching at a place where you need him to explode in order for you to get your value back i think even at number four or five if he has a a, just a top 10 overall type season you're fine he's gonna produce that kind of volume in 2021 where you're you're completely happy with even low-end first round value if he misses a game or two but if he plays 16 games or 15 games he's gonna drop top five overall numbers and protect your investment the value you paid the valuation you had going into your your draft number one adams number two you could debate with like four or five different guys so don't at me and say why do you have tyreek hill number two but i do have tyreek hill number two the quickest wide receiver, the fastest wide receiver in the NFL with the best quarterback in the NFL. This is the top-ranked stack in fantasy football, Mahomes and Hill. It's fun to draft. And if you land James Robinson-type players around that type of draft, if you were to take Hill and Mahomes back-to-back at, let's say, the 12 and 13 bookend picks, and you land a a James Robinson, you land your third and fourth round picks, you get this year's Calvin Ridley, who you could have got in the third and fourth round last year, You, you go crazy. Your team is on fire. Hill is also 12 to 14 touchdown capable 
every single year. He's so elusive. And one of the next guys I'm going to list a little bit later, Diggs. These two guys, Diggs and Hill, are, are almost impossible to contain for defenses with today's NFL rules and how quick they are. It's like watching a combination of Antonio Brown and Steve Smith when I watch Hill and Diggs. And, and Diggs is no poor man's Tyreek Hill. In many ways, you could argue he's as good as Tyreek Hill or better in certain areas of his game versus Hill, and Hill's better in certain areas of his game. I love Diggs and Hill equally. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I rank Diggs a little lower, as you can see on screen here, but that doesn't mean I don't love him as much. I'm mainly trying to get away with drafting Diggs as late as I possibly can to maximize value. It doesn't mean I don't think guys like Hopkins or Keenan Allen, even off of my top seven, can't be two or three or outscore anyone in this like two to five range they really can and i love when people get angry in the comments grandpa always said you can please all of the people some of the time some of the people all of the time but you cannot please all of the people all of the time and nothing is more true than when you drop a set of rankings in front of thousands of people who have their own opinions and their own investments in Dynasty and somebody owns Keenan Allen, they're like, where's Keenan Allen? It's natural, I've got thick skin, it's okay. But let's have a productive conversation about it. Let's not argue why DeAndre Hopkins is crazy. At number seven, Smitty, he's number three. When if I put him a three, do you know how many negative comments I'd get saying, why is DeAndre Hopkins number three, you moron? It's subjective. It's December, it's not even January. It's not even 2021. It's subjective. And let me also uh, stop this dead in his tracks. I love, it, it makes me, it gives me a belly laugh when somebody says, hey, Smitty, how can you do rankings for 2021 when the 2020 season isn't even over yet? Or even better with rookies, how can you rank the top five rookie running backs, Smitty? When you don't even know where they're gonna land. What do I look like? An a-hole? Do you think I'm not gonna crank out projections and predictions before things happen? That's what I do. We adapt, we adjust, we react. If we get a landing spot we don't like, we'll lower the rookie. There are still people looking for information at different points in fantasy football. Just because you might only do redraft doesn't mean there isn't somebody doing a dynasty startup in March that you don't understand or comprehend because you think everybody like you drafts in August and August only. If you do dynasty startups, you oftentimes will draft in February, January, March because you follow along with free agency, the NFL draft, and you follow along the NFL schedule with your league. It's part of the fun. And not to mention, if you're versed in fantasy football sleepers and bull predictions and breakouts and players to avoid ahead of the curve, why would you not attack best ball draft after best ball draft, drafting DK Metcalf, let's look back last year, drafting DK Metcalf at steel territory in 47 straight best ball drafts. Why does that not sound appealing to you? If you know what you're doing, drafting early is the ultimate advantage. I love drafting early. 
I love even more the comments where people don't understand it or they make fun of it or they talk about how can you have your rankings here in December, Smitty, when you don't know where players will be. How can you rake or, or my favorite? I don't know about your Mike Thomas rankings, Smitty. All depends on whether Taysom Hill's under center or Drew Brees retires. Yeah, no crap. We get it. We get it. I still got to predict it, bro. James 2547B35. I still got to drop my prediction and tell you what I think of MT given the current state of things, whether I project Breeze to go to the broadcast booth or back under center for a year. It's part of it. It's part of it. Or Alvin Kamara with that example. I like Alvin Kamara too, Smitty, but I don't know about you having a number two or three. On your running back rankings, uh, what happens if Breeze retires? If I put him at five, James 25B7, whatever your name is, then guess what? Everyone's going to be like, what if Breeze returns? How could you have a number five, Smitty? It's this way I get pulled. This way I'm doing the best I can as mom always screamed at the top of her lungs. I'm doing the best I can. I wasn't an easy kid to manage. I know that. I'm not an easy host to watch. I get angry. I yell. I scream. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the show. I appreciate you being here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number three, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is going to improve at every facet of his game. He'll become a better route runner. He'll become stronger. He'll build better rapport with his quarterback. The guy everyone hates one year, then loves him the next year. He'll be fine. He's got one of the best quarterback situations in football. Just because you're down on Russell Wilson right now in fantasy, whatever, he's fine. DK Metcalf is in a great situation for the long term for his development to get better. He, like Tyreek Hill, like Adams, has 14-15 TD capability. There are not a lot of wide receivers on this list that have that kind of potential. A lot of them, like uh, Diggs and Mike Thomas, have the receptions and the yardage upside. But we're talking about three, really three legit 14-15 to capability type wide receivers is Adams, Hill, and DK Metcalf. And that's why I lock all three into my top three because they still come, even with the TD upside, the reception and yardage totals. They're not capped in those categories either. So it makes them the safe top three, in my opinion. But I'm not mad at you if you have it different. Many will say Mike Thomas is too high at four, Smitty. He screwed me royally. I will never, ever, ever trust Mike Thomas again. And that's fine. I get it. I'm, again, not mad at you, at least right now. Michael Thomas, and we're, we're talking not too long ago, like five months ago, was the number one wide receiver in all of your minds. He was the number one guy, potential top five overall pick, and one injury-riddled season where he didn't tear an ACL. He just had lingering injuries. One of those years, and everybody's ready to jump and get as clear away from him as they can. It's great news because if Mike Thomas falls to the bookend 12-13 picks and you can draft 
Mike Thomas, and let's say you get DK as well, or Mike Thomas and Kelsey, whatever your bookend picks could be, this is a great drop in value. It packages in a whole bunch of risk, and I don't think we're going to see what happened in 2020 happen to Mike Thomas in 2021. Remember Alvin Kamara in 2019? He was like my number two overall ranked player. He busted. He had a bunch of injuries. They lingered all year. They weren't huge injuries, but they didn't go away. Very, very similar season in 2020 for Mike Thomas. And those that doubted Kamara from 2019, from that injury-riddled season, were very, very disappointed in themselves when they watched Alvin Kamara tear it up in 2020 and he was fine. I think the same thing is going to happen here. People are going to react and say, I'm not touching Mike Thomas. Those people, just like Kamara doubters this year, will be extremely let down because they had expectations of busting, and Mike Thomas is gonna just bust in a positive direction, not in a negative one. Right, Mike? I get wanting Diggs ranked ahead of MT here, and, and I go back and forth, so don't at me in the comments and say, Smitty, Diggs has to be four. How can you not have Diggs at number four, Smitty? I'm debating it right now with you. I'm telling you, I, I kinda wanna put Diggs at four. I really do. I might. I might. By the end of the show, I might put him at four. Him and MT are very close for me. I think Diggs at number five is still very, very respectable. And it packages in a little bit of risk. Uh, but I could go back and forth. And I don't I don't think it's crazy at all to have Diggs even like three. And let me tell you something. Josh Allen is my number two. Clear cut. No questions about it. No equivocations. No exaggerations. No stutter stepping. Do you hear the stutter in my, my, my mouth? No, you don't. Josh Allen's my number two quarterback in 2020 across the board dynasty redraft. He looks so good. And the rapport between Diggs and Allen is off the charts. And let me explain something to you, all you Diggs doubters out there. And, and I have a number five here. I'm sure people are going to get mad at me that he's not three or two. Uh, but I'm defending Diggs here. So all you Diggs believers, I'm on your side. But you Diggs doubters out there saying, oh, everybody's jumping on him now. After one good season, he's never been consistent. This is his first year in Buffalo. Diggs' first year in Buffalo. Wide receivers don't always, in fact, most of the time, they don't translate well when they move teams that first year. They struggle. They have to pick up the offense. It's really hard for a wide receiver to transition from one team to another. That first year is always kind of rough. Diggs, this says something about Diggs. He had such a monster year in his first year in Buffalo. He's never had an elite quarterback throwing him the football. Don't even dare say Kirk Cousins has elite potential or you're out of here. Josh Allen is the second best quarterback. Some could argue the first, the second best quarterback in not only the NFL already, but in fantasy football specifically. And in Diggs, with that kind of quarterback throwing him the football will be the definition of consistency moving forward. We've seen it. All of his inconsistency has been tied to the fact that he had no quarterback. He played for Minnesota. He wasn't leaned on as the number one wide receiver. He made big plays all the time and looked great. Now he will be consistent. If you judge him based on his past in Minnesota, you're missing the boat, bro. Ridley. 
Ridley by default is going to fall below all these these wide receivers because the wide receivers ahead of him are hyped up for good reason. I think Diggs by default is going to be floating around 6-7 all offseason long, and I'm going to scoop him up at every turn. This is a round one pick for me. And, and if I can get away with it based on ADP, and I use ADP to my advantage, you better do it too. I don't want to hear anybody reaching for digs at number two when you don't need to. Take him at four or five. You trade down. If you can't trade down, then you take him where you got to take him and you do you. But when I tell people, and I, I have people that DM me like, Smitty, you told me not to take Adams at number one or two. I'm telling you to trade down. If you can't trade down, context matters. You can't trade down, you do what you gotta do. But my advice is gonna be geared toward the fact that most leagues allow you to trade down in a draft or trade for a player. So if you let somebody else take Adams at seven last year, you could have traded for him at a much cheaper value than drafting him at number one overall. Same thing goes for Ridley or for Diggs. Take them near their ADP as close as you can or make a trade at the value if you don't end up landing them or trade down in your draft. But if your league allows no trading of any draft picks or nobody trades in your league and you're number two overall and you want Diggs or you want Ridley, do you, don't listen to anybody, including me, trust your gut, use me to push you over the fence when you're on the fence leaning one direction or the other. I always recommend you trust your gut, always. Don't come blaming me like I'm predicting everything 100% with 100% accuracy, I'm not. I'm a human being. But Ridley is going to dance in the two to five wide receiver range all 2021 long. Just like he did at the beginning of 2020, which for some reason people forgot right around mid-season. And when I posted a, a graphic saying Ridley's a first round talent, is he not question mark? I got blasted. I got blasted all over the place. But now that Ridley's doing well, people all of a sudden love him again around the, the 9 to 14 overall range. So, you know, par for the course, but I think Ridley is one of those sneaky bookend 12, 13, 14 overall picks where you're going to draft a wide receiver 2 to 4 overall, 2 to 5 overall, and you're getting them at that 12 to 14 overall value. And when you think about it, that's a big deal when you're talking about from 7. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. To like 12 overall when you're only talking the top 12. Number seven, DeAndre Hopkins. He's got Kyler Murray, who's improving and becoming a better quarterback every single day. The offense is young. They're going to continue to improve. And Hopkins has a grip of years left. Uh, he doesn't have just one year left. I know he's getting older. But, but in Dynasty, I rank him kind of at the same spot because I think two or three years is a long time. And he's going to have that amount of time with Kyler Murray in this exciting offense that's only going to improve. And he's 10 TD capable. He's 12, 13, 1400 yard capable. I don't see that changing for the next two or three, at least one to two years, but probably two to three years. And that's enough for me to rank him at number seven. And when you mix in a tight end and several running backs, you're talking about a guy that will probably fall into the second round pretty, pretty easily in 2021. And when you can grab Hopkins, and I'll say this about every single player on this list, Hopkins up to Adams, every 
single one of these players is capable of being the wide receiver one in 2021. You can't argue against that. You may have a different ranking. You may not see it as very likely, but when you can grab a guy like Hopkins in the second round at pick 15 or wherever, that that could win a league if he ends up being the number one wide receiver or number two. So don't discredit having that 14, 15 overall pick and getting one of the last of these seven wide receivers. It's a very, very, very great place to be in 2021. And that's one reason why, and you can find my other video, I'll link in the description, where I tell you to trade into the second round, trade down from the first round into the second round, trade the third and fourth rounders into the second round, try and get four or five picks in that second round, which is so loaded with talent, guys that belong in the first round, but by default get dropped into the second round because the top 25 talent pool in 2021 is crazy. So I love absorbing as many of those second round picks as I can and getting a bunch of first round potential guys like Hopkins and Ridley in round two. Pair them with Kelsey and, and Mahomes or, or J-Rob or whoever you want and you have yourself, I think, a championship contending team. Coming out of round two, you can make a case for A.J. Brown. I could easily make a case for A.J. Brown. Uh, uh, Keenan Allen, a lot of you are going to get mad that Keenan Allen isn't on the list. Justin Jefferson could be uh, as good as any of these guys. I'm going to give you a guy that you do not draft anywhere near this top seven, but he could get into the, the top seven, and that's C.D. Lamb. I think C.D. Lamb is going to have a big big 2021. I think he's going to look a lot like Jefferson did in 2020, but have kind of a delayed reaction and turning into that that guy that everyone's like, oh my God, this is the next top five wide receiver. Justin Jefferson himself could rank in this seven to eight range. He missed the cut, but you could definitely argue him. A lot of people like A-Rob. I don't blame you. Some will say Julio, but I think uh, Father Time's catching up with him and it's Ridley's turn. And not that Julio can't be a top five to seven wide receiver per start, but my, my prediction is that he starts missing multiple games and you can't rank a guy, even if he's scoring a top five, top six wide receiver production per start, you can't rank him anywhere near there if they're going to miss four or five, six games a year. Ayuk's not ready for the top seven conversation, but he could have a big year in 2021. 20, Mike Evans kind of deserves to be talked about right after the, the top seven because the dude still has a lot left in the tank. Godwin too. Kenny Galladay is going to be a forgotten man. Terry McLaurin could be right on the verge of breaking into the 7 to 10 range and he could be a top 10 wide receiver in 2021. Tell me what you think below. I want to hear your top 7 wide receivers for 2021. Subscribe if you're new. Tell everybody you know about the show. Tell your grandma. Tell everyone and get on over to my new newswire. Get your news from me at sleeperu.com. News that has redraft and dynasty angled conversations on every single news piece that I put up there. If I talk about McCaffrey not playing week 16 or whatever, I'll talk about his dynasty value in the news post. Where else are you going to get redraft and dynasty news in fantasy football in December, January, February, March? I never stop. 365, 24-7, your number one newswire is here at sleeperu.com. Get some. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty.